Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Colts Coffee and Conversation. My name is Carl. And I'm Holly. And we'd like to welcome you to another exciting edition of Colts Coffee and Conversation. How are you doing, Holly? I'm doing wonderful. How about you, Carl? I'm doing delightful because guess what today is? Today is uh, another day for Colts Coffee and Conversation. True, but it's time to get excited, Coltonites. You want to know why? Because we are doing a new group. We are flushing away the racist and the blech gunk of the Westboro Baptist Church off of us. Yes, we're going to have some fun. We're going to do another crazy cult, but they do stuff that just entertained me, to say the least. Oh, well, yeah. But they've had their evilness, too. We the, the, Their evilness, yes, but this time this is more of a... Um, you you can laugh at them and not feel guilty. Okay. That's how I feel, but that's just me. I just have a Yeah, I think that might just be you because I've seen other stuff that doesn't make me laugh. Uh, no, but you know, there's the sometimes you got to find the quirkiness and the funny in these groups, just like with you know our 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 our, our your favorite, well, one of your favorites. <laughs> which one? I uh, see. He has a whole thing. It's like which one? They're I all like good. it. I have uh, serious favorites and then other favorites. Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the Bogwan. Oh yeah, well that's your favorite too. <laughs> Watch about me. Shut up, Bogwan. Just sit down, relax. No, I just like Sheila. Oh, gosh, Sheila. What about Sheila? She betrayed me. Be quiet, Bhagwan. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. We're not You're not here yet. You just chill. Just chill and meditate or something. Go have a tofu burger. All right, okay. So we're going to talk about... Wait. Yes. No. You didn't announce who we were talking no, about. No, I'm not. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm being patient. Be patient, Coltonites. Be patient. But before we get into the serious business of what we're going to do, we got to take care of the real business of what we have to do, and that is promote ourselves. My favorite. All right. So, guys, once again, we do appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the support that we get. We appreciate it all, guys. And, of course, how do you give us that feedback that I need so much, that Holly needs so much? We love the feedback. Is at our Facebook page at Colts Coffee Conversation, our Instagram at Colts Coffee Convo, and our Twitter at Colts Coffee Con One. That is Colts Coffee Con and the number one. And of course, our good old faithful Colts Coffee Convo at gmail.com. And that is our email address. But wait, there's more. Holly, go ahead. Yes, get your smartphone and get your voice memo. Record a message to us and send it off to cultscoffeeconvo at gmail.com. Beautiful. Okay. Now, before we get into the conversation about our cults, we must talk about our coffee. Holly, what are you drinking today? I am having Java Chip Frappuccino with no whip. Ah, Java Chip, no whip. Very nice. Very nice. Was it tasty? Yes. I love the way the little... The little chocolate bits are in in the... The crunchiness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, very nice. I'm having a vanilla cappuccino, the gold faithful, mm. the first real cup of coffee I had. It was in San Francisco in a cafe. Shout out to Aunt Heather. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and continue on with this. Okay, are you ready to disclose who are we talking about I'm today? Are you waiting with bated breath. Ooh, ooh, such large words. We are talking about the unification movement, also known as... The Unification Church, also known as the Moonies. Mm, that's not the Moonies we know in no, Anaheim, is it? No, it's not the Moonies <laughs> in Anaheim and or in Buena Park. Oh, that's true. Yes, no, this is the Moonies from the from North Korea and South Korea. Korea in general, Korea right? in general, yes, when Korea was whole. 
Okay, ready to get into it? Let's do this. Now, established in 1954 under, check this name out, the Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity. You know what that means? Keep it short. Uh, because that is terrible, and I'm not saying that ten times fast. So the nice little abbreviation of HSA-UWC. Still too long. That means shorten up. The Moonies. Perfect. I love it. Okay. So, of course, the, the leader, the original leader. Now, this dude just died back in 2012. Okay. okay. Just put a little perspective on it. Okay. Uh, his name is Sun Myung Moon. I believe I'm saying his middle name or his whole name. Myung. M-Y-U-N-G. Myung. I think it's sort of, yeah, they say it's Sun Myung Moon. Sun Myung Moon. Well, we're just calling really him Moon. Really fast, yeah. Calling him Moon. All right. Now, believe it or not, it's kind of labeled as an offshoot of the Presbyterian, of Presbyterianism, I'm sorry. But, um... Uh, you think they're Presbyterian? No. Ah, uh, okay. I'm just making sure. Alrighty. Now, the beliefs are based off, of course, Reverend Moon's book, The Divine Principle, and its introduction of the concept of indemnity. Yes, indemnity means something that we owe. Ah, yes. Okay. So, ready to learn about this Reverend Moon, as he was called in his later days? Alrighty. Let's do it. Now, he was born... June 6th, check this date out, guys, 1920. So he lasted a very long time in Pyongyang, North Korea. Now, just so you guys know, North Korea we know now was completely different from when he was born. It was just called Korea, and it was under Japanese rule, Yes, under Japan. He's the younger of two sons out of eight total siblings, so he's got six sisters and an older brother. He comes from humble backgrounds. His parents were farmers. Now, the family followed Confucianism, Confucianism, I'm sorry, until he was about 10 years old. Confucianism is Rue School of Thought. If you want to know more about it, Google it. Okay. Now, the family then converted into Christianity and then joined the Presbyterian Church. Hence, that's where you kind of might see the connection there. But that's about the skinny of it. Alrighty, fast forward, fast forward. 1941, he began studying electrical engineering at Waseda University, which is located in Japan. He began uh, cooperating with the Communist Party members in the Korean independence movement. Now, in 1941, that was during World War II. Yes, it was. And so he was in Japan during World War II. He was. Now, of course... Well, it kind of plays into a role is that you're thinking, well, why would he want to interline himself with the Communist Party? Well, we just told you. Who ruled Korea at the time? Japan, and they were opposite of the communists. There you go. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now in 1943, he returns to Seoul, Korea, and in 1945, where he married his wife, son Kil Choi. 1946, he and she had their first son, and his name is Sung Jin Moon. He attended church that was led by a holy man by the name of Baek Moon Kim, who said that he had been given by Jesus the mission to spread the message of a new Israel throughout the world. Side note, if you have read your Bible, I believe there's something similar said to the disciples before Jesus' ascension. True or false? Uh, not a new Israel, no. No, but the whole spread the word thing. Oh, of I'm course, the gospel of yes, Jesus Yes, of course, Christ. and, you know, mm -hmm. kind of put a little twist on as a new Israel. But, hey, 
Just saying, it may not just been for you, buddy. But anyway, let's continue on. So what did Moon do? He decided to change his given name to Sun Myung. Now, in 1945, he begins teaching his message, and in 1946, he ends up going to Korea. Now, we're going to stop here. To South Korea. South Korea. Now, Mm -hmm. we're going to pause for just a second. Let's talk about the 38th parallel for just a moment, okay? For some of you people who don't know the 38th parallel is, I don't know where you've been, because it's always in the news, period. Even now. Even Mm -hmm. now. Even now. Why? Because, of course, this is the 38th parallel, is the line that has been basically drawn between North and South Korea. Now, for all you people who don't listen to history class anymore, Soviet Union got the North, the United States got the South, and that's where we stand today, right? Yes, they have a demilitarized zone. A demilitarized zone, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. She decided to go to Pyongyang. Now, Pyongyang, of course, is now the capital of North Korea, okay? And it was, at one point in 1945, prior to the Korean War, it was the actual center of Christianity. So go figure, right? Kind of weird how that works. Now, from the late 40s, though, 1940s, this is when Soviet Union started coming in and the communists started coming in. Do you think they're actually very pleased with religious beliefs? No. No, of course not. What happened was that about roughly around 166 priests and or other religious figures were killed and or disappeared into concentration camps which they are unfortunately still there to this day in 1947 moon was convicted by north korean government for spying or allegedly spying for south korea and was given a five-year sentence to a labor camp in hung nam hung nam you have any uh, oh it's a very infamous concentration camp very cruel very very cruel now in 1950 about 36 or 38 months into his nice little five-year sentence, the Korean War, of course, was going on. Now, U.N. troops raided Hung Nam, and the guards ended up fleeing, and, of course, so did Moon, escaping and traveling to Busan, South Korea. Now, if you guys don't know about Busan, Busan is the second largest populated city in South Korea. Moon emerged from his years in the labor camp as a staunch anti-communist. Are you shocked? No, I'm not shocked at all. I'm not either. Now, his teaching viewed the Cold War between democracy and communism as the final conflict between God and Satan within the divide of Korea as his primary front line. Now, in 1953, Moon gets divorced from Choi. Hmm, interesting. Divorced. Now, it's been told that Moon had a child with a different woman. Hmm, naughty, naughty. Now, in 1954... Then he decided to found the Holy Spirit Association of the Unification of World Christianity. That, once again, is still a mouthful. Let's talk a little more about this this unification movement. Okay. Okay. Belief system. Strange. Odd. Please, do tell. So Moon has said that when he was 15 years old, Jesus anointed him to carry out his unfinished work by becoming a parent to all humanity. Okay, so let me stop you here for just a second. How many other people have said that when they were a child, God touched them? Yes, several, I'm sure. Right, just pointing that out. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) The divine principle or exposition of the divine principle is the main theological textbook of the unification movement. It was co-written by Moon, an early disciple 
Ho Wan Yu, and published in 1966. A translation entitled Divine Principle was published in English in 1973. The book lays out the core unification theology and is held to have the status of scripture by believers. Following the format of systematic theology, it includes 1. God's purpose in creating human beings, 2. The fall of man, and 3. Restoration, the process through history by which God is working to remove the ill effects of the fall and restore humanity back to the relationship and position that God originally intended. Hmm. God is viewed as the creator whose nature combines both masculinity and femininity and is the source of all truth, beauty, and goodness. Human beings and the universe reflect God's personality, nature, and purpose. Give and take action, meaning reciprocal interaction, and subject and object position, meaning initiator and responder, are key interpretive concepts. And the self is designed to be God's object. Hmm. The purpose of human existence is to return joy to God. The four-position foundation of origin, subject, object, and union is another important interpretive concept and explains in part the emphasis on the family. Ah, so basically recreating the family dynamic. I guess. Right, exactly. <laughs> you're listening to it you're like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty much, yes. You're, you're with me on that. Yeah. All right, okay. So let's talk about Moon's second marriage, the the one they call the mother. True mother. The, oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. The true mother. My bad. Okay, now his second wife, his name is Hak Jahan, which... Sounds like Klingon, who was 17 at the time. Okay. On April 11th, 1960, soon after Moon turned 40 years old. Naughty boy. And in a ceremony called the Holy Marriage, Han is called Mother, or as you put it, True Mother. She and Moon together are referred to as the True Parents by membership of Unification Church and their family as the true family. Question. So if they're the true family, then what's everybody else's family in this belief system? My point exactly. Jesus was divine, but not God. He was supposed to be the second Adam who would create a perfect family by joining with the ideal wife and creating a pure family that would have begun humanity's liberation from its sinful condition. When Jesus was crucified before marrying, he redeemed mankind only spiritually, but not physically. That task was left to, of course, the true parents of Moon and Han. I miss their names in the Bible, but hey, I'm just, just throwing it out there. Who would link marriage couples and their families to God. Now, let's talk about this whole family creation oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Here yeah. we go. Yes, this is where I get humor. This is my humor. I find this funny. Go ahead. We're going to be talking about blessing ceremonies. And they have attracted attention in the press and in the public imagination, often being labeled as mass weddings. Some couples are already married, and those that are engaged are later legally married according to the laws of their own countries. Meant to highlight the church's emphasis on traditional morality, they brought moon both fame and controversy. 
Thirty-six couples participated in the first ceremony in 1961 for members of the early church in Seoul, South Korea. The ceremonies continued to grow in scale. Over 2,000 couples participated in the 1982 one at the New York's Madison Square Garden, the first outside South Korea. In 1997, about 30,000 couples took part in a ceremony in Washington, D.C. Moon said that he matched couples from differing races and nationalities because of his belief that all of humanity should be united. Quote, International and intercultural marriages are the quickest way to bring about an ideal world of peace. People should marry across national and cultural boundaries with people from countries they consider to be their enemies so that the world of peace can come that much more quickly, unquote. First of all, 2,000 couples. Second of all, 30,000 couples. And, of course, moon match to these couples yes so from if you go we'll, we'll cover it in a little bit we'll probably cover a little bit more detail in regarding these things yes we will we will but just to throw this out imagine you being a moony right and you're just chilling and you're like in i don't know we'll say south africa right and of course you you're just doing your moony thing and next thing you know you get a plane ticket oh cool sweet i'm going to new york city right fly over to New York City, I'm pretty sure they're telling, you know, hey, you're getting married. And it's like, what? You know, and then you next thing you know, you're marrying some person you've never met, never seen, mm-hmm. nothing. And she's from, I don't know, we'll say Iceland. Okay. Two completely separate different cultures. Two completely separate languages. You never met. You hopefully English is somewhere involved somewhere, and you're getting married. Well, you know they have a lot of uh, arranged marriages throughout history. I get that. You know, I get that. But you know what? It's kind of like, like when the English did it, you know, or when oh. the French did it. <laughs> you know, it's like there's at least there's some sort of like at least an understanding, or even. Like in certain I- Indian cultures that still oh, do they it. they do that. They, they have do a that. show on that right yes, now. Yes, they do. And okay. I watched it. <laughs> Addictive, isn't it? I had to turn it off as I can't do this. I can't. Oh, I, can't. I loved it. Oh, it's so, oh, <laughs> such a guilty pleasure. I do not want to entertain anymore because I can sit there and watch it. Like the show Hoarders. I can watch that all day. No. And just be, oh, God, no, I have. Oh, oh, I can't take it. But it's like. Okay, I, so back anyway, to oh, sorry. what we were. Anyway. But no, I mean, at least, you know, in that in that show, it's like, okay, there's still a common language and there's still kind of an understanding of a cultural well, right, understanding. Like that's, you're you right. Know. They're, they're uh, at a same cultural but, level. Uh, yes, at least uh, uh, both language and culture. Yes, there's and some. And religion. And religion. Okay, we're talking, we're talking, let's say, I mean, well, the, no, the, the, only, the only thing is the religion part. They have the religion part. Mm-hmm. But you have a completely different language, a completely different culture background, a completely different everything. How I'm curious on how many of those relationships lasted. Well, you know, we can go into that. On a we later will go episode. into that. Yes, when we do more digging, mm-hmm. I'm creating questions for my own self. But this is the kind of stuff that makes me laugh, and people signed up for this. Well, okay, but it's a cult, and there's reasons why this these things are able to happen because true. of a, a, diff, a mind a mind uh, mind control. Yes, ah, mm-hmm. true. But like I said, some of the stuff. I mean. We've covered some really strange things. 
this one is well yeah this also involves not only these kinds of things but the moonies are in government yes in political they uh, are stuff they're in businesses. Yes, they are wealthy. Uh, they have all kinds of different branches of this cult. Oh, yeah. No, it, it and some people may work for this cult and they don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Yes. All righty. Well, that's the little taste, the little nugget, the little appetizer for the Moonies. I'm excited. I'm very interested to see where we go with this. Yeah, we have no idea how many episodes it's going to be. We really don't. We are literally just shooting from the hip on this one, and I love it. Alrighty, so on that night, on that night, on that note, good night, Holly. Good night, Carl. <laughs>